Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're about to listen to an episode from the Teka Teka News podcast. If you like what you hear, follow Teka Teka News on your podcast app for concise news and useful explainers. Apo si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. For those who regularly follow our podcasts, you know we do news, features, profiles across many themes. This time, we want to try something new, an opinion piece. Matagal na namin iniisip to, do op-eds work over audio? Honestly, a one. But the truth is, I'm finally jumping in right now only because I think I would just like to hear myself thinking out loud. This is a moment in our history where I have many conflicting feelings and no simple plan or attitude on how to move forward. But I do know, I think, I have to move forward. Not move on, ha? But move forward. What's the difference? This is me processing. Teka, teka. Atin-atin muna. On June 30, 2022, speaking as the 17th President of the Philippines, Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. said, Sa pangarap na maging maunlaad ang ating bansa, ang pangarap nyo ay pangarap ko. We are presently drawing up a comprehensive, all-inclusive plan for economic transformation. Finally, we have some idea of the priorities for our new president. After months of campaigning with zero attempt at explaining, we have something by which we can gauge sincerity, measure progress, or track empty promises. President Marcos laid out important calls for the economy, public health, agriculture, education, the usual and the predictable, but in fairness, they are in fact still also the urgent. Hindi naman ako expert sa mga yan, I can only look forward to conversations with those who are. But as a journalist, I do think, I do hope, that this much we can help with, to raise and amplify necessary arguments in pursuit of that much that we do value, the information and conversations that can arise if we do our jobs well and freely. The problem and fear stems from having known the first President Marcos. I have uh, proclaimed martial law in accordance with the powers vested in the President. And then remembering candidate Bongbong. Of the Philippines. Uh, what questions are going to be asked that have not been asked? And how many how many answers do you have to give that have not been given before? Nothing's going to change. So why are we doing this? I did not talk much in this campaign. Instead, I searched for promising approaches better than the usual solutions. I listened to you. Now, listening is good. But hiding is bad. 
not only because it sacrifices transparency and accountability, but also because it proceeds from a distrust and a misunderstanding of the job journalists have. Ano po ba yung bias para sa inyo? Antay Marcos. I know. How did you know, sir? Oh, 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 oh because the treatment we receive at her hands. Listening is good, but silence and avoidance can often be more telling of what is in one's head or even if one is in fact listening. President Marcos' list of commitments, for example, should be judged and monitored also by what is not on there. I am here not to talk about the past. I am here to tell you about our future. There are no accidents in something as important as a presidential speech. Even plenty. Every word is vetted for inclusion, every missing word missing for a reason. I did a word search for the terms human rights and corruption in his inaugural address. Zero results. Kahit nga taxes, walang banggit. Maybe they are all part of the past that President Marcos does not want to discuss. Mr. Marcos knew we would look for those words he never uttered, as surely as he knows certain topics will repeatedly come up. Many anniversaries will make awkward, uncomfortable conversations, even angry confrontations, not only unavoidable, but necessary. In September, it will be the 50th, as in Italiano Golden, anniversary of his father's declaration of martial law. Every August since 1986, the nation has honored Nino Aquino for thankfully inspiring the revolution that ousted the dictator and returned democracy. Google the creation of the PCGG, the annual celebration of Human Rights Day. <laughs> Whatever dates you circle to celebrate the Beatles or the very first and only Manila International Film Festival, nakupo! And uy, every April, ha, deadline for filing of taxes. We are here to repair a house divided, to make it whole. We shall seek not scorn dialogue, listen respectfully to contrary views. When all these come up and when all these remind, will they be taken in the spirit of the dialogue? President Marcos says he will welcome. There are glaring, daring, and galling lines where Mr. Marcos frames his father the deposed, disgraced, corrupt, and notorious dictator as the one who most sheltered, moved, and fed our people. Food self-sufficiency has been the key promise of every administration. None but one delivered. Mr. Duterte's finance secretary, Sani Dominguez, had none of that in this exchange with Senator Amy Marcos two years ago. Um, during Masagana 99 in the 70s, there was a very effective use of commercial banks, uh, rural banks, and even cooperative banks. Um, Ma'am, before we go ahead, yes. I mentioned Masagana 99, the Secretary of Agriculture that cleaned up the mess of Masagana 99. They were uh, about... 800 rural banks that were bankrupted by uh, that program and we had to rescue them. Successful perhaps was not in banking, it was certainly in rice exportation. So, uh, oh, no, we never exported rice. 
as to Marcos Sr.'s legacy on infrastructure. My father built more and better roads, produced more rice than all administrations before him. President Bongbong's own economic managers have all published on how ang lahat ng yan ay kasinungalingan. In 1965, the original Marcos inherited an economic leader in Asia. He was chased out of the country in 1986 after burying our people in debt and nearly bankrupting everything, save for the $10 billion that he, Imelda, and their cronies are estimated to have stolen. Had Mr. Marcos, then candidate, attended debates organized by media and the Comele, I had one question. I was ready to ask. Granting plans, programs, even competence, how confident are you that Filipinos will grant you the moral standing to lead without question? When we are reminded nga, diba, na magbayad ng buwis, when Mr. Marcos promises to imprison the corrupt, when he admonishes little tyrants all over the country, all the digong wannabes, to uphold rule of law and human rights, Ako nga pala, Kian de los Santos' fifth death anniversary, that one comes up in August. And, oh, President Marcos and Vice President Sara Duterte, they will have to speak for the Gong's bloody regime as well. I know that it's supposed to be antagonistic, but fair, you're not. Bastos kayo. The final two weeks of the Duterte administration saw an acute spike in the government's hostility to the free press. Red tagging of journalist news sites being blocked, renewed attacks on Rappler, an NTC order that threatens all broadcasting operations. That's what ails the Philippine society. It's the corrupt media. None of this can be blamed on the Marcos administration. One week pa lang siyang presidente. Inisip ko pa nga, ano yun? Goodbye batok na mga tsuhin yung lasing? O baka naman meron lang may gustong Mario point? But even then, it is Mr. Marcos who inherits the environment, the policies, precedents, and regimes set by Mr. Duterte. The question, therefore, of what he will do with all of that convenience is what makes the rights and media environment unstable and unpredictable and leaves the sincerity and tolerance for critical dialogues questionable. Be open to suggestions coming from hard thinking and unsparing judgment. None of our worst fears is to presume or prejudge that the new administration will not, cannot, and does not want to do well and do good. That is how agile, resilient republics are made. But the resilient republic Mr. Marcos aspires for He himself acknowledges it must be made of sterner stuff and thicker hides. Thicker than the hide one needs to steal billions from an impoverished population and thicker still than the hide to deny the theft or to refuse to return the money or even pay taxes. Kailangan mas makapal pa dun to confront the past, condemn one's own, apologize and make reparations on behalf of. As the saying goes, to slay one's own father. One hope I have is for our leaders to not be afraid of words and not be afraid of questions, whether they be questions thrown at them or be words that they cannot yet bring themselves to say out loud or even to themselves. 
There are words they may have buried deep in the recesses of their minds or are maybe at worst whispered in the privacy of their publicly subsidized mansions. Words merely written in notes passed to lawyers. Words I don't know if ever discussed in the presence of their own children, the grandkids of the dictator. Words, let's say, that the most powerful Filipino cannot bring himself to say at his own inauguration as president. On the other side of it, we all have words we loathe. I fear the word forget. Many are suspicious of the words to move on. There are words that some of us refuse to even say. There are those of you who have been cringing every time I say President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. For me, the first step always to moving forward is to confront our fear of words so we can test out different words so we can find those that we would be comfortable proceeding from. For example, whether you can say it out loud or not, we all need our government to succeed. I can hear some people now saying, Ay, ako, I don't want. But we need, we need the Marcos administration to work because we know our people deserve every chance to rise. And I, for one, want to play my part. This is part of me playing my part. Asking questions, reminding of accountability, reminding of history, watching, prodding, digging, following and allowing all talk of future, even as I myself pledge to never forget. So this has been me, Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. This is me thinking out loud for myself. But this is also us inviting you to join and instigate more conversations. We would like to do more commentaries. Let us know if you have your own thoughts you'd like to share. Maraming salamat po.